Welcome back. This is episode 79, How to Stop Putting Yourself on the Back Burner. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs Too podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's a new year. Most of us are all getting back into the swing of school and work, and it's going to be super easy to put yourself on the back burner as life starts to pile up again. So I want to address this right now. So let's chat about putting ourselves on the back burner and why we do it and how to stop. And I'm going to try to be concise because there's a lot of ground to cover here. So why? Well, there's a lot of reasons why we might prioritize the needs of others, especially our kids, over our own. And this is especially common for caregivers like us. Some possible reasons why you might be putting yourself on the back burner include things like a sense of responsibility. You might feel a strong sense of responsibility to care for your child, especially, and prioritize their needs over yours or your husband's needs over yours, or your friends, or your siblings, or you know anybody else, or your house, right? You're gonna go and be like, they're all important first before me. All right, some of the possible reasons why you might be putting yourself on the back burner include, and I'm gonna try to be concise, so I'm gonna number them, just say a couple of things about it and go on, because I've got uh, about, I got, I got about five. Um, okay, so number one, you feel a sense of responsibility to other people or things first, such as you feel you're responsible to care for your child first, your husband first, your house first, other people first, and so you prioritize their needs over your own. Number two is a lack of time or a belief that you don't have enough time. Caring for your child special needs can be time consuming and may leave you with little time for yourself or pretty much no time in my experience at the end of the day because there's always something else to do and something to take care of. Number three, a desire to be supportive. Like you may feel a desire to be there for your child and support them in any possible way you can, even if it means putting your own needs aside. So like if you're getting ready to go out somewhere and all of a sudden your child has a big meltdown or needs you in some way, you decide to cancel to stay instead of letting your husband or the babysitter take care of it. And you obviously are going to want to find someone that can take care of your child well, right? Or the respite worker. But remember that the best gift that you can give your child is a healthy, thriving mother. So if you need to take that break or do that thing so that you can show up better for your child, that's what you want to do. Okay. Sorry. We're in the, we're in the why, not the, not the how to fix it phase. So Stay focused. Um, number four, it could be a lack of resources. You might feel that there's not enough available resources or money to meet both your needs and the needs of your child, so you're going to choose them first to get what they need. And number five is that you feel guilty. Like you may feel guilty taking time for yourself when you feel like you should be focusing on your child or on your family or on your home. So it's important to remember that taking care of yourself isn't selfish. Right? It's necessary for your own well-being and your ability to effectively care for your child. It's okay to prioritize your needs and to seek support when you need it. All right, so let's jump into how to stop. And I went ahead and just wrote up about 
five, five things, five ways that you can stop putting yourself on the back burner. Um, the first one is to make self-care a priority. And you've probably heard this a bunch on this podcast, but it is so important. And yet a lot of us still don't do it. You need to make it a non-negotiable part of your daily routine. Just like a life-preserving treatment is non-negotiable for your child, so must self-care be non-negotiable for you. And this can involve setting aside a dedicated time so that you can do self-care activities like exercise or relaxation or other hobbies like that, um, or whatever it is that fills your bucket. Number two is to seek support. So don't be afraid to ask for it when you need it. And this could be involved in seek, like this could include seeking assistance with caring for your child or seeking emotional support from friends or family or a therapist or a life coach. It can include um, making sure that you set up, um, you have designated people that you've kind of set up beforehand where you're like, hey, can you be like my go-to vent person? Like, are you willing to just listen to me vent on the days that I need it and I don't need you to fix it, I just need you to listen? Like that can even be a small form of self-care knowing that you have someone you can talk to, okay? And setting up a regular, uh, regular times to have for yourself, right? And I realize that this is a luxury, a luxury that many of us don't always have, but it is something you can strive to get and even in small, small portions. So at the end of the night, when they're all in bed, perhaps if your kids are like mine, they wake up still in the middle of the night, as soon as they're asleep and you have those moments of time where they are actually sleeping, take time to take care of yourself, to do your, your self-care and do it then. Okay, and that leads into number three, which is practice good self-care habits. These are the basics like your physical and emotional needs, such as getting enough sleep, eating well, and finding healthy ways to cope with stress. Take care of yourself as if you were your own child prioritize these habits like you prioritize your child's needs, their needs for sleeping and eating and playing and things like that. And keep in mind that it doesn't have to look perfect, right? We are aiming in this direction. We're working towards this thing. So keep trying, keep working, keep problem solving when it comes to this so that you can get it. Number four is to set boundaries. And so it's important to set boundaries and to say no to requests that don't align with your goals and your values. And this can help you make decisions on what to say yes or no to. This can help you make time for yourself and prioritize your own needs. And remember, it's not your job to serve everyone, just those people and activities that you choose. Number five, be kind to yourself. I don't think this can be overstated how important self-compassion is in, in creating good well-being and a happy experience. So remember to be kind and compassionate with yourself as you work toward prioritizing self-care, as you work towards accomplishing your goals. Extend compassion to yourself as generously as you do or you would to your child. It's okay to make mistakes and it's important to be patient with yourself as you learn to prioritize your own needs. All right, hopefully by taking these steps, you can start to prioritize the care that you need to stop putting yourself on the back burner 
And remember that taking care of yourself is essential for your overall well-being and happiness, which contributes to the overall well-being and happiness of your family. And I'll say it again, the best gift you can give your children is a happy, healthy, thriving mother. Oh, and P.S., I have a private Facebook group designated for special needs mamas like you and me to thrive and enjoy our lives and connect with other like-minded special needs mamas. So it's free. So follow the link in the show notes below to apply. If you like what you're hearing, join me in the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 private Facebook group, where we take a deeper dive into these concepts, apply them, and offer personalized help. Link to apply is in the show notes. And please leave this podcast a five-star review so more mamas like you and me can find it. Thank you for letting me serve you today. And until next time, take care.